Hello, and welcome to the Horopod Scopecast, where we cast a glance askance at the hopes and the how-to-copes of your horoscopes. This week, we're getting closer to the stars than ever before, as we're joined by a guest from the United Kingdom's first ever spaceport. Stay tuned to learn more about what the future holds for the tiny island nation from none other than a real-life American. Wow. But before that, here are your predictions. Sagittarius, the 22nd of November to the 21st of December. Beware strangers bearing gifts this month, as all may not be as it seems. After deliberation, what seemed like a gift may in fact be a chore, and on second or third glance, you might discover the giver is not in fact a stranger, but someone you know all too well. At which point, this prediction will no longer apply, so... Uh, you're on your own. Capricorn, 22nd of December to the 19th of January. Some are born great. Some have greatness thrust upon them. Let that be a consolation to you this month. But great people are out there, because you are due a series of massive life problems. Aquarius, 20th of January to the 18th of February. Space may be the final frontier, but making space should be first in your list of things to do this week. Cleanse your life of anything that doesn't actively make you feel joyful. Whether it's a wok you regularly use, the tuxedo you keep for parties, or your insulin. Free yourself of the burden of ever having to rely on it again. As you may well have heard, the UK has recently launched its first space missions from its new spaceport in Cornwall. This is just the first step for the small island's interstellar aspirations, if a new report by an independent think tank is to be believed. An exciting prospect for British horoscopologists, and one I had to find out more about. Joining me from PR firm Horizon Tropic, who are helping to publicise the report, Roxy Fontaine. Roxy, welcome. Hi, great to be here. So, new British constellations, that's pretty exciting. It is exciting, and you're right to be excited. But the important thing here is, now the UK is free from the EU, it can venture into space, unhampered by rules and regulations it only had a partial hand in forming, leaving it free to find its own stars. No more are the days when people will look up at space and see a diktat from Brussels looking down at them. I mean... Oh, so, so the UK will be building its own rockets, satellites, that sort of thing. That's, that's big news. Well, no. Obviously, space programs are expensive, and there's a cost-of-living crisis. Plus, the UK is a small country. It's not really a case of competing with big countries like China or the US. So we're looking at a more affordable space program. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. So what does that mean in real terms? I am glad you you asked. So we won't be landing on the moon anytime soon, but that's fine because NASA already gave us a pretty good idea of what that would look like. <laughs> <laughs> With that film they made. Exactly. Of course, my listeners are used to thinking about stars first and foremost, so we should just be clear about that. The moon is a kind of minor planet, isn't it? That's right. Or planet, if you prefer. So, like I was saying, we're not going to do that sort of thing. We'll be looking at more cost-effective ways of space exploration. Things like, can we turn an old passenger plane into a rocket? Can we use telescopes to explore extraterrestrial bodies with our eyes? Uh, Children are lighter than adults, and they can legally be paid less. So can they be astronauts? 
That sort of thing. Which would, of course, be a great experience for a child. Absolutely. Imagine going into space at age 12. That is going to look amazing on a university application. Right. So are there any other initiatives we should be looking forward to? Well, one thing we're very excited about is having gone back to the drawing board, thought outside the box, and asked ourselves, what exactly is a satellite? And? We've realized that if you strip away a lot of the uh, hype and the strict definitions that certain other countries would like to impose on the UK, uh, what a satellite really is, is something high in the air that can do something, right? Send signals, take pictures, those kind of things. And that's allowed us to propose a much cheaper way of putting satellites in a kind of orbit by using balloons with a radio on board. Balloons? Yes, and they stay up there like a satellite would, provided they're not punctured. (laughs) And who's to say where space starts? You? (laughs) Of course not. According to our research, the British people don't want arbitrary measures of space imposed upon them. They want to decide that for themselves. I think a country being able to say for itself that 20,000 feet is the beginning of space and pushing out a balloon with a radio at that height is launching a satellite? It's kind of beautiful. Right. And operating those balloons? I mean, our first and most obvious answer for that is looking at uh, children again. Yeah. Roxy, thank you. I think it's time for a few more predictions. Pisces, the 19th of February to the 20th of March. Toby or not Toby? That is the question. Someone in your life is called Toby, and you need to decide if they're in or if they're out this month. Be careful, they might go by a middle name, or be someone you only know in a professional context by their surname or title. But either way, you need to find them and make your decision. Aries, the 21st of March to the 19th of April. As Oscar Wilde once said, we are all of us in the gutter, but some of us are looking at the stars. Your stars are clear this month, and so is the course of action. You need to get in that gutter. Taurus, the 20th of April to the 20th of May. Taurus is the bull, and bulls need to be branded. Now is the time for you to stamp your logo all over yourself. Every little counts, and you'll taste the difference in your life once you just do it. Have it your way, and think I'm doing this because I'm worth it, and I'm loving it. But be sure to pick your brand today. And now back to our big interview with Roxy Fontaine. So, Roxy, the big headline that's come out of this is the possibility of all new British constellations. If I'm picking up on this accent right, you're not British, are you? Oh, God, no. No, I'm an American. I'm proud of it. Okay, so what would you make of the fact that your clients, effectively another country, would end up controlling a little bit of the sky? Well, I'm a professional. This is my job, and in that capacity, I'm thrilled for you. But uh, in reality, it's more of a partnership. Okay, a partnership, sort of a transatlantic joint venture, if you will. In a way, sure. Sure. The thing is, as I mentioned earlier, what you guys are exploring is a way to do this on the cheap. And what my firm has been able to help source is additional revenue streams to, you know, help with that. 
When you say revenue streams, what exactly do you mean? In a word, sponsorship. We have a whole raft of corporate sponsors just desperate to help find and name new constellations. You've heard of the Big Dipper, I'm assuming. Well, what about Burger King Presents The Big Whopper? Eh? Okay, so... Cassiopeia? How about the Casio P960? And what is the Casio P960? Well, right now it's an electric organ, but, uh, I don't know, in a few years it could be somebody's birth sign. And by electric organ you mean... A vibrator. Right. I, um, I imagined it might be more British, something more like the Queen Victoria sign or Excalibur. Look, if you can find a British business to pay for that, then you're better at this than I am. You think Yeovil Discount Chicken have the kind of money we need? We're in the talks with a company that sells broken biscuits from a van for this, and they went bankrupt during the meeting. Right in the middle. And they're the fourth largest fast food company in the UK. Wow. Uh, right. Well, that feels like as good a spot as any to take some more predictions. Gemini. The 21st of May to the 20th of June. Your broken biscuit business is due for a setback this month. Time to move back in with your parents. Cancer. The 21st of June to the 22nd of July. The moon is partially obscured in your sign this week, in what's called a partial lunar demi-eclipse. In low light areas you could even see this with the naked eye, and it looks just like Pac-Man, which is a handy coincidence, as this month you're due to be harassed by four ghosts. Leo, 23rd of July to the 22nd of August. As a Leo, you can change the world. Timothy Rogers is a Leo, and he's set to be the first child in British space. It takes the peak of physical fitness to be an astronaut, so Timothy's balloon is stocked with the most scientifically nourishing foods and drinks available, including Durham Springs patented dehydrated water. It's packed with nourishing salts and lower in dihydrogen monoxide than any other bottled water available on the market. Godspeed, Timothy, and Godspeed all Leos, from ground control at Durham Springs. Well, thanks for coming on, Roxy. Sure, my pleasure. I suppose, as I've got you here, I do have to ask you this. Some of my listeners will have heard about the giant glowing vortexes that open up in the air above UK space launches. Is there an official line about those? <sighs> okay. Look, I'm not sure I'm supposed to mention this, but this is... Virgo. Virgo. I'm a professional, but this is a matter of public safety. Right. Wow. Um, well, thanks for being so honest with us. And, and graphic. And reports that if you stare into one of those vortexes, you can see eyes and tentacles on the other side? Oh yeah, that is absolutely true. Roxy Fontaine, thank you very much. Libra, the 23rd of September to the 22nd of October. If you're in the UK or within British territorial waters this month, contact Spaceport Cornwall immediately.
Scorpio, the 23rd of October to the 21st of November. Asymmetries in your first and third house this month point to a balance of good and bad news. You'll definitely meet a celebrity, but it will almost certainly be Eddie Redmayne. So, that's our episode for this month. I'd like to add another big thank you to Roxy Fontaine from Horizon Tropic. She really is earning every penny of that seven-figure salary the UK government is reportedly paying her. And that's all the time we have. Remember, if you are affected by any of the issues raised in this episode, that's the whole point. Thank you for selecting Ambient Zen from the royalty-free World Music Database.